1: Good evening, folks. It's time for your Thursday evening episode of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. Our top story continues to be hurricane-ian and whatever it may bring here. Uh, Jeff, you spoke to uh, NBC 12 uh, later this afternoon. I spoke to him this morning, but you spoke to him uh, you know, with a more updated forecast. What are we looking at right now?
0: Yeah. And the the thing that's major and the thing that changed today from yesterday is that the heavy rain is coming tomorrow instead of Saturday. So that uh, the big heavy rain is probably just the, the different path the storm is taking once it got on shore. Um, you know, initially they thought we were going to get the heavy stuff on Saturday. But uh, since it is going back out to sea and taking this route into South Carolina, that means we're uh, – Now uh, seeing heavy rain on Friday. It's going to start early in the morning. And Megan Wise from NBC12 said uh, heavy rain throughout the day tomorrow. uh, And there is a severe threat of uh, storms and even uh, gusts of wind up to 40 miles an hour tomorrow. So we're going to get some of that wind. Of course, not as bad as they got in Florida, but uh, still significant enough wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour um sustained, however, winds of 40 miles an hour or possibly even higher uh, toward the uh, coast and toward the Chesapeake Bay. Now the concern is that uh, the severe risk in this storm uh, will happen late tomorrow night when maybe a lot of people are sleeping. so uh, and, and that and that risk is greater to the east, correct yeah risk is greater to the east, but everyone in the Richmond area has some sort of, risk of severe weather the greater chance there is to the east less to the north and west
1: under, under understood and under- then
0: actually go ahead uh i was gonna say that after this weekend scattered showers all the way through tuesday yeah. so it's like the uh uh the rain totals for the whole you know whole four-day period is uh uh two to three for the richmond area three to five, maybe east of us, and maybe an inch or two uh, to the north and west.
1: Gotcha. And I'll tell you what Andrew told me this morning in terms of why this was speeding up. Part of it is he said uh, dry air apparently is getting in a little bit and it's allowing yeah. the storm to expand, which means it's you're getting the bands further away from the center of the storm. Right. Now, he also stressed he was not a tropical expert. So,
0: oh, well, I'll just, OK,
1: I'll just I'll just tell you what Andrew, Andrew said, you know, at it,
0: least we know the weather channel isn't going to hire him away as the hurricane expert. No,
1: no, he's not going to be. It's it's not going to be Andrew Frieden standing in the middle of uh, the street. I got
0: to take Jim Cantore's place.
1: No, that that's that. You know, oddly enough, you know, the storms that I have covered, that's been my job is to stand out in the middle of the right. the, uh, the storms. Why they send the lightest person to go stand in the wind is beyond me. But yeah, it doesn't uh, make a heck of a lot of sense. The, the great <laughs> thing, the great thing is now I get to make those choices. So right,
0: <laughs> but you you make you make a good point that if you look at the map, I mean it's going to go into South Carolina and then move to more northwest. Yeah, and which means what well, it's it's going away from Virginia. Should that mean less, uh, you know, storm chance for us? But no, that means that like you said, like Andrew said. You know, the the dry air is expanding the storm. And so, yeah, it's a it's a huge storm. And it's even it's even bigger now, apparently.
1: Now, I no- noticed you said that to the north and west, uh, seemingly less rain. I will tell you, state police have actually sent crews further out west mm-hmm. um, to prepare for some swift water rescues in the mountains. Yeah. I don't know what the forecast is for the mountains, to be honest with you. You know, well, that's we also
0: south and west. Yeah, so that's yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Um, and we didn't ask NBC twelve exactly what it's going to be like in Buck Cannon and Whitville and right. Roanoke, and you know, NBC twelve's got enough to concentrate on here in Richmond without asking them for you know southwestern Virginia. But that is closer
0: to the actual path of the storm, right? Exactly.
1: So state police will have crews out there, you know, ahead of time just in case, as as you may remember from the summer when they got. You know, loads of rain in a short period of time. The mountains are prone to flooding. You know, basically the water falls and it's got to go downhill. You know, and right. so a, you, you get a lot of flash flooding in the in the mountains there in the in the hall, in the, howlers, so in to the speak. hollers.
0: So yeah. But if you remember just a few months ago, they had the flooding issues in Buchanan and yeah. uh, you know, wise and Dickinson counties and um all that stuff you know it probably hasn't rained that much since so it probably dried up and now it's going to be an issue again
1: right right and then uh, of course i've got crews on the coast too with coastal flooding depending on you know how the winds are going you may get you know you're not going to get storm surge like what you saw in uh fort myers but you would get you know winds bringing waves on shore you know creating uh some minor to, to moderate coastal flooding.
0: Yeah, uh, and they were saying some tidal flooding could be a possibility yeah. uh, uh, at Virginia Beach and our, all you know Eastern Shore, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because you don't, you know, that's that's the worst thing is when you have a high tide um, rolling in with a uh, you know a, with winds. It's it's a bad combination. Yeah. So. So, um, state police also just have all of their troopers on call around the state, basically just for anything that happens. Obviously, if there's power outages, they got to be out to help with uh, traffic control, things along that line. So, the you yeah. know, state state police will be be wor- be working this weekend if necessary. Right, and um,
0: you know, the the rain we're getting tomorrow is quote unquote beneficial. There is a fine line between beneficial rain and rain that causes flooding. So. Yeah if that line is crossed, we'll definitely be on the lookout for anything like that and report it to you tomorrow.
1: Absolutely. 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 What we want is a strong, when I shouldn't say strong, a decent amount of rain, but not coming all at once. Right. So, so if we get one to two inches over an entire day, yay. You get one to two uh, inches over an hour and that's not so good.
0: Right. And yeah, I mean, there's of course, flood prone areas more flood prone areas in our in the richmond area as opposed to others and they'll probably get flooded anyway but we're talking about you know widespread flooding issues and stuff like that
1: right exactly exactly so um yeah and again like as like we said with you know state police were prepared vdem is prepared there is a state of emergency the governor declared it late yesterday so in terms of the the em response everyone is uh you know is ready for this uh you know when and if it comes and causes problems so so moving moving on to stories that aren't Ian related um Henrico police had an officer involved shooting overnight um this is over by the raceway and there's been a a big uptick in crime recently over over in that this is not at the raceway let me stress uh but in the area surrounding the raceway there's been an uptick in crime recently and what happened was according to Henrico police um there were Executing a search warrant tied to a recent homicide. Now there's been a couple of homicides in that, that area. They did yeah. not say exactly which homicide this was tied to, um, but they were executing a search warrant and there was an exchange of gunfire and a suspect was shot. And uh, seriously, I believe actually critically wounded um, during that exchange. No officers were wounded according to Enrico police, uh, but the officers are on administrative leave. Uh, the suspect is uh in the hospital and uh, they're continuing to, to investigate. It just so happened because this was a police operation, EMS was nearby, you know, as a precaution. And so they were able to respond pretty quickly and, uh, you know, provide uh provide medical aid to the suspect to a shot.
0: Yeah. And as far as we know, still critically injured at this point, the as suspect. far
1: as we have not received any update from Henrico, other than what was sent out this morning, this, uh, mm-hmm. occurred around 1130 last night, um, yeah. And basically it's like one road off of uh off of Laburnum. Yeah, it's 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 Richmond and Rico term term turnpike. It's I mean, you have Laburnum, then you have Richmond and Rico Turnpike going, I want to say south, you know, south or maybe even east. Um, and then you've got Crawford Street, which is like the next next road, next road over. So In fact, I may I may have actually parked on Crawford Street once, covering an event at the at the uh, at the raceway long time ago. Actually, the event that I covered was the the that day where I parked out there. I think was the Chromebook Exchange way back in like oh
0: yes yes way 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 back just just long time Richmonders will remember that event yes
1: yes. so (laughs) but it has nothing obviously nothing to do with that but I just just in terms of knowing where the streets are in that that general area. other stories we covered um, some big news uh, for our side of town, for where the station is located in Lakeside. Um, yeah. Big announcement on Lewis Ginter. What exactly is going to be going on uh, with Lewis Ginter?
0: Well, um, Lewis Ginter uh, was the site of an announcement today. Henrico County uh, Lakeside Baptist Church and Lewis Ginter Botanical Garden officials all got together to announce that Uh, the church is uh, willing to sell its property and, and, uh, you know, not donate it, but, you know, sell it to the garden for an expansion. Uh, 6.2 acres it would be. uh, And it's basically the church is located on Woodman Road. So it's basically on the western edge of the, uh, the uh, garden's uh, property. So and they've been neighbors ever since the uh, garden opened in uh, 1987. So, uh, and they, they, they talked about how uh, the neighbor, uh, how good of a neighbor, uh, you know, the neighbor relation is between the church and the botanical garden. So uh, basically the story behind this is that um, there was a member of the church who got up and said, yeah, at the start of the pandemic in early 2020, the church closed. And so they were not, you know, open for a year, basically. And in 2021, they reopened and said, well, things have changed. Uh, Our congregation is not quite as many as there used to be. And we're a lot older now. Um, And uh, what are we going to do? And so they thought about Lewis Skinner Botanical Garden. They approached them, I think, last October, and said, you know, how about this deal here? If we give you, or not give you the land, but if we sell you the land, um, you know, would you be interested in doing that? And the garden said, yes. Henrico County got involved and they're going to support this to the tune of $750,000 over three years contributing to this. The remainder of the money, 1.15 million approximately will be raised from from donors who normally donate to the Lewis Skinner Botanical Garden they they think that the uh uh this will be closed by the time the sale will be closed by July of 2025 so roughly over 3 years uh this money will be raised and I talked to the guy who spoke and I said well what what's going to happen with your church mm-hmm. and he said well Um, they're hoping that, you know, they'll be able to lease their own building that they have now from the garden and still use it for their congregation, but they'll, the property will be used by the garden. And, you know, it all depends on what kind of, uh, use that the garden wants for the building, but basically they could still hold services there and have their congregation be there and have the. Properties surrounding it be a uh, 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 property of the garden so it's kind of interesting that way and uh, he said no they're not going to dissolve they're not going to uh, you know go anywhere they're still going to be there but they just thought you know being a good neighbor why why not give this extra land to or not give it I keep saying give why well, not
1: well, no but when you I understand what you're saying at least you yes. know offer it first to, yes yeah to, right. to Louis Ginder."
0: And and so basically all three people are all three entities are on board, the church, the Botanical Garden and Henrico County. Yeah. They had uh, Frank Thornton and uh, Dan Schmidt there from the Board of Supervisors speaking. So everyone is like, you know, they're they're all on the, in on this. So,
1: yeah. And, and as you and I discussed earlier today, and this is not something that is, you know, just uh, occurring in, in Baptist churches. I mean, we, we've seen it with, with Catholic churches as yes. well. Heck, mm-hmm. heck the Catholic church that um, my family grew up in uh, closed down several years ago. Um, mm-hmm. You have smaller denominations um, in, in some cases, and they've got huge overhead with these large churches right. and it's tough to, to, the upkeep is difficult. And right, so, right, right. so, you know, if, if it makes sense, I mean, heck, that property would be worth, you know, the 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 the, the millions you discussed, you know, yeah. to, to Lewis Ginter. That's money that can help the church do, you know, you know, fulfill its mission. Yep. You know, and, That's and stay, exactly stay, what they said. Yep. Stay around, you know, yep. you know. Absolutely.
0: And he said, you know, well, basically, if the terms of the lease aren't that great, we'll go somewhere else in Lakeside. But he kind of said that jokingly. He says he doesn't foresee that happening yeah. at all.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, you, I imagine you could write that in any any real estate contract, and sort of figure, you know, figure something out as part of the negotiation. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I and mean, we saw it with the Baptist Church right here in Richmond, right near U of R, um, with with St. Bridget's uh, Catholic Church and the Baptist Church that is down the street on, on Three chop. They decided, you know, the Baptist Church decided they couldn't afford the overhead. They went to the Catholic Church, which is literally blocks away, and said, "Hey, do you want this to expand your school?" And, you know, St. Bridget's and the diocese said, yes, we'd love it. We'd love to be able to do that. Um, And so, you know, again, it helped these, it helps these churches uh, survive. it's cool when something benefits all sides. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And like, you know, you know, to use the example, like I said, of of the church my family grew up with in in a small town in in Pennsylvania. I mean, there were three Catholic churches in a town of five thousand. The the, it didn't make sense, you know, in terms of. uh, Having yeah. the, each each small small group have its own uh, own own building, the overhead was just too much, so they, right, they right. ended up closing one. So it's just it's, something that makes sense, and this is perfect. This is perfect for Lewis Ginter. It's perfect right. for the church,
0: and you know it benefits Henrico yeah. County in the fact that Lewis Ginter is a great tourist yeah. attraction. I mean, it you know brings people from all over, all right. and expanding that will just you know. And I mean, of course sure the county owns the golf they,
1: course right next door too. So, you know, they, right. They, right. They, and I mean, who knows what they well. can do with
0: that expansion. Just, you know, yeah. it was just, Oh, I haven't seen this before. Let's go down and see that. Yeah. yeah so
1: exactly. Exactly. So, so big, big news won't, won't impact this year's uh, you know, Christmas lights or dominion, yeah, yeah. dominion although, lights.
0: Although interestingly enough, one of the, uh, the the relationship stories about the church in the garden is The church reaches out to the garden every year for overflow parking. Say, hey, you could park here for the Festival of Lights. Because as you know, Hilliard Road gets backed up. And, you know, and so the church has reached out every year to say, hey, you know, overflow parking, park in our space.
1: Every year I, I try to go on New Year's Eve. And every mm-hmm. year, I start hitting and uh, getting uh, into backups like around like Dumbarton, you know. You yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's it, you know, and you end up. It would have been easier to park it, uh, you know, along the road on Dumbarton and walk at that point. <laughs>
0: and, and as we all know, it's worth the wait. Yes, and oh, it absolutely.
1: Oh, what a, I wouldn't go back every year and deal with that traffic <laughs> if it wasn't That's worth right. the wait. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So um, this has been a, an interesting and wide ranging. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thursday afternoon edition of its news to us. Uh, obviously, tomorrow we'll keep our eye on Hurricane Ian and any impacts and any uh, problems that come along with it. Um, but uh, for Jeff Stapleton, I'm Matt Demline. Again, we'll keep an eye on the storm. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: All star closer,
1: Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?